friend. This is Deeper Life, and I'm your host, Alexis Tykemiller. I'm a writer, content creator, and a woman on a journey to finding more depth in life. If you crave soul-filling conversations and long for a stronger connection to yourself and others, consider this your safe haven. It can be hard to embrace who we are, let alone share that with the rest of the world. The Deeper Life Podcast is a safe place to show up and hear conversations about relationships, emotional growth, and explore what it means to be vulnerable. If you're ready to dig deeper, I'm here to help you embrace who you are, reflect on your past, and connect with yourself. Welcome to A Deeper Life. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Deeper Life. I am your host, Alexis Teichmiller, and I am going to be really honest with you. I am nervous about this podcast episode. (laughs) I feel like You know, if you've been listening to the show for the last few months um, as it's been live or you follow me on Instagram, you know that I deeply value vulnerability and being honest. And as a recovering image management queen, I just have to jump right in and say, I don't care about how my image looks. I'm going to be 100% raw on this podcast episode and just wanted to let you know that I am a little nervous. I am terrified, but I am committed. And um, I just want to bring you along on this journey with me as you have been over the last few months. And yeah, I I have low-key dreamt about recording a podcast episode like this for years. So I want to let you know that I quit my full-time job and I am going to be going full-time with my Deeper Life business and I am so excited and I don't know if you can tell that I'm smiling right now, but I am, I just feel like an overwhelming sense of joy and peace and excitement and also, you know, a little bit of anxiety and fear and doubt and all those things are definitely rolling around in my mind right now. But I couldn't keep something as big as this, as well as just all the lessons I've learned through this process from you. Like it just didn't feel right. I had to bring you in on this and let you know. And something that I really, really value is, uh, you know, aside from vulnerability, there's a lot of things I value. um, But a big part of a deeper life for me is identifying areas of life that feel out of alignment. And sometimes you can see something that's out of alignment because it's coming up externally. So whether that be um, your environment specifically, um, that could be in a friend group, that could be at work, that could be in a relationship, that could be at school, it could be anywhere. Um, And then there's also, you know, things that are out of alignment internally. So your emotions, things that are happening inside of your body, and those might manifest physically as well. And so something that I, over the last couple of years, going to therapy, working through depression for the first time, you know, end of 2018, early 2019, I have really started to focus and make alignment a priority for my life. And as I was walking through some of these life-changing experiences, I really wanted to decide, is this in alignment with where I'm going? Am I becoming who I want to become? Which is a question I consistently ask myself. 
what do I really want out of my life? And if you listen to the very first podcast episode of Deeper Life, which I highly recommend uh, listening to, it gives you a lot of context of the show and why I started the podcast. But one of my best friends passed away in the fall of 2018. And when she unexpectedly died, I... I mean, there there was an, a complete unraveling of self and and what I valued, and and I looked at life and time and youth completely differently, and it was really at that moment in in the aftermath of grieving the loss of her and our our friendship and and living life without her, I started to consistently ask myself, what do I really want my life to look like? What do I want to do with this one life that I have? And I don't mean for that to sound. Um, cliche or, or dramatic in any way. It's just a reality. I mean, the reality is that we are only here for a limited time. And I was very much uh, confronted with that with the loss of my dear friend. And it, it's kind of sent me on this journey of trying to understand where am I, what do I want out of life and where am I going? And so over the last couple of months specifically, and I guess I would probably say the last eight months, I really have felt like God and and all of the experiences that have happened in my life up to now have really been calling me to something. I've I've definitely been feeling like God has been preparing me for something. And in, even if, um, you know, regardless of religion or regardless of beliefs, there's this intuition inside of you that's that's trying to prepare you for something. It's calling you for something. You might have a little tinge inside of you that's like, you know what? I feel like something's not right here or something feels out of alignment. And for me, that was my relationship with God. And I just kept journaling and journaling and journaling. And y'all, I went back and, and read some of my journal entries from even eight months ago. And I also, um, I also, this is kind of, I don't know if this is embarrassing, but sometimes I leave myself voice messages and um, yeah, it's <laughs> so I went back and I listened to some voice messages I left myself. It's kind of my way of like hyping myself up or using it as a tool to reflect. And so I did a lot of, hey, future Alexis, this is this is past Alexis kind of um, audio messages to myself. And I just kept seeing this consistency of asking for clarity, digging into myself, into my emotions, into my past, into my desires, into my dreams, and really trying to get clarity on what it is that I actually wanted. And then in March, I really started to work on the Deeper Life podcast. The Deeper Life podcast was launched in April, and that really started to take off. And and even though you know it hasn't reached the height of where I think this podcast can go, it was even just the fact that I was finally putting out meaningful, deep conversations that I was really proud of. And and it was almost like I was finally stepping into myself and I started doing one-on-one -on -one deeper life coaching. And so I have a few coaching clients right now that, that I serve and get to help them dig deeper into their emotions. And it's really opened up this entire part of myself that I always knew was there. And it's like, 
if you could look back at your life and you can see these little slivers, these little moments where you really feel like you're stepping into your own, you really feel like you're operating in alignment with your value system, you feel like you have so much clarity and peace and and you're advocating for yourself and you're using your voice and and you're cheering people on and you're serving people and you have this like energy about you. There have been moments, and I'm using the word moments because they were short, like these little conversations or moments or being on stage or, you know, being in therapy and these these little slivers of time where I felt like, yeah, this is who you are. This is who you've always been. And I'm ready for you to finally step into me fully and and stop apologizing and stop, you know, feeling like you're not enough. Stop you know, deferring to, I'm not educated enough. I don't have enough life experience. I'm too young. I'm too whatever. I'm too old. I mean, whatever the excuse is. And I feel like all those little slivers of moments where I felt like I was fully stepping into myself, something would happen. You know, a doubt or that imposter syndrome voice would come in, that judgment of self would come in, and I would just slip right back into this complacent version of me. And it was just frustrating. And I'm sure you can relate. It's frustrating when you feel like you you really step into yourself, something happens, and then it's almost like the world puts you back in your place. And I don't believe in that. And, I, and I'm stepping into that for myself right now. And I really implore you to step into yourself right now and start picking up on those those situations, those conversations where you feel like, yes, I am being 100% myself right now. And really acknowledge how you're feeling, acknowledge how good it feels. And and also recognize how you're showing up in relationships whenever you are being your full self, how you show up at work, how you might serve better, how you might love yourself better, your body better when you feel like you are 100% stepping into your full self. And that's really what quitting my job has been for me. So a few weeks ago, um, I'm recording this like the day that, that this is the day before this is going live. So this is like early July and I haven't even had my last day yet at ConvertKit. It's actually um, in about a week and a half. But a few weeks ago, I had a really incredible conversation with my boss. And I will tell you that ConvertKit single-handedly is like it's like the magic unicorn kind of place to work. I mean, the leadership has built, I mean, I'm trying to find like the right words and there aren't any right words, I don't think, but I will tell you that the culture at ConvertKit, the leadership is truly one of a kind and I just feel like there's nothing else like it. And so I I feel like I can say that I had a really good quitting experience. And I know that's a privileged thing to say because I understand that a lot of people don't have the same experience. Um, and I completely understand that. In this case, my experience quitting was really was really supported and they understood and they were encouraging me in my new business. And if you're not familiar with ConvertKit, it's an email marketing tool for creators and we teach creators how to be creators and how to earn a living online and and take their craft, their niche, their gift, their skill, their passion, and turn it into a business using email marketing and, and really communicating with your audience. And I've worked at ConvertKit for four years. And 
my first job out of college, um, I worked for an author and a speaker and I was kind of running his social media marketing blog and podcast. And then about a year into that job, I met the CEO of ConvertKit, Nathan Barry, and um, one of my colleagues who's no longer with, at ConvertKit, but his name's Daryl Vesterfeld. And they we hit it off. And at the end of the weekend that we were at this conference together, um, they were interested in hiring me. And this is spring of 2016. And I was so excited to find a place where I felt like I could explore and experiment. And a tech startup felt like a really great place to do that. And I was I was right in the fact that ConvertKit was that for me. And I so um Starting out, I ran a lot of their social media and did low-level account sales, and then I worked myself into the affiliate manager position. And if you're not familiar with affiliate marketing or what an affiliate manager does, affiliates are like a third-party sales team for a company, and they promote your company, they they use their personal brand, and they talk about your company and your tool to their community, and then they usually get a commission uh, from the sale. And so in, in ConvertKit context, it was 30% recurring commission, and we have thousands of affiliates uh, who are very interested in sharing ConvertKit with their communities. And so I managed the entire affiliate program. And over the course of the three and a half years that I was solely focused on the affiliate program, um, helped earn the company over $20 million of revenue. And I have had the opportunity to work with six and seven figure entrepreneurs and bloggers and creators, helping them with their affiliate marketing strategy, creating promotions and partnerships with them and brands. And it's been four years of learning and and leaning into to the unknown and discomfort and and not letting that voice get in my head about you know, you're too young, you're not enough, you don't deserve a seat at the table. And I just kept kind of pushing through that voice. And some of the favorite lessons, actually, there's four key lessons that I learned from ConvertKit are advocacy, being humble and willing to be wrong. The third is leaning into discomfort. And the fourth is transparency is currency to a rich relationship. The first one, advocacy, I mean, I can't think of a more important thing, especially right now, advocating for yourself and speaking up on behalf of others, it can be incredibly intimidating and scary. And ConvertKit was such a safe place for all people, all people, especially women, you know, women in tech. ConvertKit was such a safe place to use my voice, learn how to speak up and use my voice. Like, you know, I I, I didn't always do things the right way. And I had leadership really come alongside me and and really help me learn how to advocate for myself and for other people and taught me how to be a leader. And the second is being humble and willing to be wrong. I mean, <laughs> there 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 is really no place for a really really big ego when you are a leader or when you are trying to make a difference in the world because, you know, you come into the room thinking that you have all the answers and you know, you don't. And, and it's really leaning into 
being willing to be wrong and being willing to allow someone to correct you or come in and and say, hey, I think that, that you could have handled this differently or you could have handled this better. And really using humility as a, as a tool to grow instead of as, you know, I know it all and I have something to prove and I have a chip on my shoulder. And even though I did have some of that energy and full transparency, it was also my opportunity to to learn from leadership and from my other teammates the importance of humility in that it was okay to fail. And there was this freedom to fail and this willingness to be wrong and that it was okay. The third is leaning into discomfort. (laughs) So when faced with challenges, difficult situations, constructive feedback, leaning into discomfort was um, really important to me in order to identify areas of growth because if I wasn't willing to lean in to those challenges and to those adversities and to constructive feedback um, or even unsolicited feedback, I, I would be missing out on an opportunity to grow. And even though those challenges and adversities can be uncomfortable, it was also necessary. And I, I feel like at ConvertKit, I really stripped away my ego and I learned that defensiveness because that's one of my natural tendencies is to, you know, get defensive and try to explain myself or, you know, I'm very fearful of being misunderstood. And if I felt misunderstood, I would jump to try to defend or jump to try to explain. And what I learned is that 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 defensiveness actually brought me further from growth. And I was able to deepen a lot of my connections and a lot of my relationships with my colleagues, with leadership and the affiliates and the clients that I had the opportunity to serve because we were collectively open to leaning into that discomfort together as a culture, as a team, as a community. And I was just so thankful for um, having such a safe environment to learn and fail and grow. And the fourth is transparency is currency to a rich relationship. And I mean, I consider so many <laughs> of my colleagues and the leadership team and and my affiliates, I mean, they're not my affiliates, but convertkit affiliates and the clients and the relationships I've built, I consider them family. And some of them are my best friends. And I've had so many meaningful conversations with with them and I've learned so much from them and had hard conversations with them too. And at the center of those hard conversations was a genuine care for each other. And it it really opened up my heart and I it was the place that I really allowed people to speak truth into my life for the first time and I think it helps whenever someone's speaking truth into your life, you know, it needs to be in a safe environment. And ConvertKit really was that for me. And I honestly couldn't have, I don't have anything bad to say. Like I am obsessed with ConvertKit, the team, the leadership, the tool. Like I'm such a huge advocate and such a huge ambassador for them. And at the same time, I still knew that the path in which I was building my career was out of alignment with what I truly felt was my purpose and was my life's work. And so this is kind of that perfect example of like life was good and I was learning things and I enjoyed my job and I was making um, a good living. And it was that comfort piece that could have been used to keep me there internally. Like I couldn't use that as an excuse anymore for myself. I really had to 
see that it was out of alignment for me personally and pursue my own purpose. And, you know, a few limiting beliefs. I mean, anytime you make anytime you make a huge life decision, there are always massive limiting beliefs that come up. And I don't know if you had a chance to listen to the podcast that Matthew and I did about all the life changes that we're experiencing right now with his new job. He's going to be working internationally and we are going to be um, moving back to Illinois for the next two years and transitioning to like, you know, life back in Illinois with our families. And that's where all of our family and friends live. And so we're going through a lot of transition right now as well. And there were even limiting beliefs that popped up for those big life transitions and specifically around quitting my job and and taking my side hustle and turning it into my full-time hustle. There were a lot of limiting beliefs because, I mean, the deeper life business for me is one-on-one coaching, doing deeper life one-on-one coaching doing group coaching. And my whole focus is helping women discover a deeper connection with themselves. And as a result, having a deeper connection with others. I help women honor their feelings and identify their values and their beliefs and their desires. And I help them set boundaries. And those boundaries can be internal boundaries or external boundaries to help them create a safe, healthy, more connected life so that they can step in to their full selves. And a lot of this is that common thread of vulnerability, honesty, and a deep sense of care for yourself. And that's that's the that's like the whole center of what the deeper life business is built off of is that right there. I mean, that is like when I read it, I honestly, when I wrote it, I got a little emotional. And when I read it, I get a little bit of emotional because it feels so connected to everything that everything that I am. And I also look back at my life and I feel like there's so many things that have led me to this moment and have led me to this business where I just really want to serve women and help them discover that deeper sense of connection with themselves and others. And alongside of that come all of these limiting beliefs. And I'm going to share three of them with you. The first one is that I am not a therapist and going through therapy um, in my teenage years and then again as an adult was incredibly therapeutic and healing for me. And I also feel like because I am doing a lot of emotional work with clients and a lot of it is action oriented, um, I still have this limiting belief of like, oh, well, I can't talk about emotions because I'm not a therapist. Or I can't um, talk about vulnerability or boundaries or healing or trauma because I'm not a therapist. And that's something that I'm working through right now. And I'm like, I'm being completely honest with y'all right now. And and I, I'm using this, this opportunity to be transparent and hopefully that you can also see some of the limiting beliefs that you might hold that are holding you back from stepping into something that you really want to do or pursue. And the second one is another limiting belief is I quit my job in the middle of a pandemic. Like, are you serious right now? And I feel this, this, um, I feel this guilt that I've quit. And I know that so many are financially struggling right now. And it feels like 
I I shouldn't have done it because of the way that the world is right now. And at the same time, my husband and I have spent a lot of time saving money for this and have made financial plans and business plans. And even though I know that I am financially, I have financially planned for this and I have strategically planned for this, there is still that narrative of how dare I go after my dreams and quit a stable job in the in the middle of a pandemic. And that's something that I'm using uh, that's like one of the narratives that is in my limiting belief pile of 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 that and and also recognizing that I feel like at the same time being in quarantine and the way that our world is is also like a what a freaking great time to help people dig deeper and and why am I using you know our life scenario as an excuse whenever. Um, I know that I had financially and strategically planned for this, but it is still that thing in the back of my head, friend, that I'm like, are you serious right now? So then the third is people not understanding why I did it or not believing in me. And, And really, this is around people that I deeply care, love, and respect. I'm not necessarily worried about, you know the Karens of the world or Joe Schmo, who's like, oh, you're going to start this business about, you know, deeper life coaching and emotional health. And, you know, I don't, I don't get it. That's okay. That's okay. This just isn't for you. And that's all right. But I'm like deeply scared of someone that I care and love and respect a lot, not understanding. Cause one of my biggest fears is being misunderstood. And I have to let this go. I have to let these limiting beliefs go. I have to work through them. I have to acknowledge that they're there. I have to try to understand why are they why are they there and could there be a common thread that these kinds of limiting beliefs continue to come up for me whenever I am advocating for myself, whenever I am making big life choices or just in my day-to-day life. I do not want to allow these limiting beliefs to get in the way of my growth. And the reason I wanted to just be so freaking transparent with you is saying, I understand that these limiting beliefs are here and I'm still going to do it anyways. I'm still going to 100% all in chase down the deeper life coaching business because I want to help people. This desire to serve is greater than these limiting beliefs. And that's something that I have to remind myself on the daily, my friend, because it is something that I am consistently working through. And I like transitioning out of what I've learned and these limiting beliefs. I also want to take the time and let you know how much I appreciate you being on this journey with me, because really at the crux of it, this podcast, this this episode is not about me. This is about you and hoping that me sharing my life and sharing these big life changes and my business and, and everything, I hope that it helps you. I hope that you find value in it. I hope that you see this 27-year-old woman like unashamedly going after who she is, advocating for herself, even though I make mistakes, even though I am not perfect by any means, I hope that like my life can be a little bit of an example 
to you because I, I just want to like inspire people and help people get to where they want to go. And a lot of that is centered around the emotional work it actually takes to get there. And I think that's something that I've consistently been learning in business and life, whether it's, you know, running ConvertKit's affiliate program, whether it was running my clothing business in college, whether it's being a travel blogger and working with tourism boards for states, like it didn't matter at the crux of it. It was just tasks. It was just tasks, things that I could check off a box And at the center of it, what made it what it was, was the emotional groundwork that I was working through and what I was learning about myself and the vulnerability it took to do those kinds of things. And that's really what, um, that's like at the center of the deeper life um, coaching business and at the center of this podcast. And I want to, I want to, uh, before I kind of talk about next steps, I want to say a massive thank you to three people. I want to say thank you to Barrett Brooks, who is the COO of ConvertKit. You have been consistently um, such an example and mentor to me, and I'm so thankful for your voice and how you've taught me to use mine. I want to thank... My girl, Rachel Rogers, who is such a force, y'all. If you are not familiar with her, please go check her out on Instagram. She has a business called Hello7. She has a podcast um, under Rachel Rogers. She has, um, I'm in her mastermind and have been since March. And she has been at the center of so much of my growth. And she's a huge reason why I feel confident quitting my job and going all in on this business because of what I've learned from her. So I just want to put a massive thank you out to Rachel Rogers. And then the third is my husband, Matthew. I am so thankful that you have continued to believe in me and you believe in me whenever I don't even believe in myself. And for you to like emotionally invest, financially invest, and just be there with me emotionally through this big transition and and just going all in with me as my business partner, as my life partner. I am just so thankful that you believe in me and stand by me and want me to chase after my dreams. Yeah, I'm well, whew, thank you so much. I'm good. Yeah, I'm going to get I'm going to get emotional and I'm kind of already sweating a little bit because I I sweat when I record podcasts because I get nervous and I'm just, yep, there's a little bit of humanness for you. Um, And I, I lastly, I, this might sound odd, but I want to thank myself. I want to thank myself for taking a chance on myself and for finally making space for my dreams and listening to my intuition and for taking the necessary planning steps, strategic steps, and actually following through on yourself, my girl. Thank you for doing this. And for anyone listening, get in the practice of saying thank you to yourself because by me saying thank you to myself, what I'm really doing is saying thank you for keeping a promise to yourself. And it's me keeping a promise to me to follow through for myself. And that's such a beautiful gift that you can give to yourself. And it's a way that you can acknowledge your consistent growth instead of um, 
instead of putting yourself on the back burner and and acting like you had no role in the big life changes that happened to you. So next steps. Okay. So I'm really excited because at the end of this month, at the end of July, I am launching a 10-day self-connection challenge. And I was really thinking through like, So many of y'all DM me, uh, we've jumped on Zoom calls, even my Deeper Life coaching clients are really interested in journaling and and wanting to go deeper with themselves and and really trying to find this inner connection because we all know that the world is very noisy and um, as much as you want to maybe have deeper relationships with other people and go deeper, that really has to start from within. And so as I was listening to your feedback and kind of hearing this common thread, I was like, why don't I just create a challenge? So I'm creating or launching a 10-day self-connection challenge. And I also know that y'all are looking for ways to invest in your emotional growth. And I love that. Like, I love seeing so many of you asking me for journal prompts, wanting to go deeper, asking me questions about podcast episodes that you've listened to. Like, you're invested in your emotional growth. And so this is the perfect opportunity for you to dig even deeper into that. And so it'll be 10 days of journal prompts, videos. There will be a Facebook community group and a live group coaching call in those 10 days. And it's really you taking 10 days to focus inward on self. I'm still kind of working out the details on pricing, but I I think it'll be priced between like 100 and 130 for the 10-day challenge. And then you'll have lifetime access for all of that information. Um, But if you are interested in joining the wait list for the challenge, the link to sign up for the wait list for the deeper life or sorry, for the 10 day self-connection challenge is in the show notes of this episode. And I'll also be sharing it on Instagram before we actually launch um, the the self-connection challenge. So yeah, if you're interested in joining the wait list, I would highly recommend joining that because um, anyone on the wait list will get special access to things as well as first dibs on the, the uh, self-connection challenge. My friends, my friends, I can't believe that we're here. Like, we're here, we're together. I quit my job. I am going all in on deeper life with you, for you. And oh, I'm like so excited. I can't wait to see where this goes. I have a feeling I'm going to listen back to this episode in like a year or two. And I'm going to be like, look at you, baby girl, look at where you were and look at where you are now and look at who, you know, is around you and who continues to pour into you. Y'all pour into me and your messages mean the literal world to me. I screenshot all of them and I put them in a folder and I read them on a rainy day because the way that you share your lives with me and you, um, just your growth and how you're committed to learning is so inspiring. And I'm just so thankful to be a part of the Deeper Life community with you. And I'm really excited for this 10-day self-connection challenge. I I know it's going to spark a lot of emotional growth for people. And I'm excited to, to see what comes out of it. So next steps, sign up for the wait list. And if you listen to this podcast and you want to hype up your girl, (laughs) um, 
screenshot your podcast player, jump over to Instagram and tag me in it and let me know what you think about uh, these next big steps in the deeper life community. I'm so, so, so thankful for you. And I will talk to you soon in another episode of The Deeper Life. Hey!